there, pull up a stump for more tales from the road less traveled. I'm Doug Wallace from TravelRight.today. Welcome to the podcast. Okay, so the QEW is not exactly the road less traveled, but you get the gist. The 401? Ever heard of it? No? Anybody? Seriously, we're in the car this weekend, which means I just fill the back seat with all my stuff. And I get to pack a complete toiletry bag, the nice leather one with everything in it. Cuticle scissors, needles, pins, big sunscreens, all that. Today's lesson is on how to pack a toiletry kit. Number one, always have two separate kits ready to go at a moment's notice. One, as mentioned, is the big one that goes in a checked suitcase or in the back of the car, and it'll last for days without needing replenishing. And one simpler one for a carry-on suitcase for a weekend away or just an overnight. Number two, the smaller one can be really small. I used a kid's pencil case once before. I have a see-through plastic TSA-approved zippered one now for the plane. Only put absolute essentials in it. The smallest possible sunscreen, a little vial of shaving oil, the baby-sized deodorant, and other tiny stuff from the travel section at the drugstore. Like those little toothpastes. So cute. Number three. Yes, you will have to buy two more of everything, but this beats transferring things from the bathroom cabinet into your suitcase and then having to put it all back when you unpack. Yes, I have three toothbrushes, but I've gotten over it. Number four, pare down the goop. Pack only things that provide as much double duty as possible. Moisturizer with an SPF, shampoo and conditioner in one, scented lotion so you don't need to carry fragrance, etc. Chances are good you don't need all that stuff. Number five, buy a set of those little refillable bottles for both kits. You don't need 100 milliliters of shampoo for a long weekend. You likely only need 20. Me, I need zero of shampoo. Or, for the bigger kit, take almost empty bottles of stuff so they don't weigh down your luggage. Just eyeball it, then finish them and toss. This goes for everything. Contact lens solution, lotions, lube, and what have you. Number six. Staying in hotels where you already know you like the bathroom amenities cuts down your kit considerably. I.e., You don't have to pack cotton swabs or body lotion for hotels that stock it for you. Number seven. That said, I always throw in a little bar of soap that I like in case the hotel soap is crap. You know those soaps that are oval-shaped and one side has those big bumps on it? Gross. Number eight. Don't put medications in this kit. Keep your pills in your personal bag and not with the lipsticks. Number nine. When you return from your trip, while you're unpacking, set the toiletry bag aside for immediate repacking so that it gets put away already stocked up and ready for next time. Number 10. Eye cream? You're not going to put on any eye cream. You're going to be too busy passing out. This week's hot hotel is close to home. The nearly new St. Regis, Toronto. The first St. Regis Hotel in Canada at Bay and Adelaide Street West. I say nearly new because the entire lobby, several suites, and the main restaurant were completely redone, and it's all gorgeous. The bulk of the rooms aren't in need of refreshment yet, still awesome from the property's life as the Adelaide Hotel 
and before that, the Trump Hotel. I slept there recently for telegraph travel, and it couldn't have been more comfortable and also fun. And, as is the St. Regis custom the world over, a bottle of champagne gets sabred every day at 5pm in the Astor Lounge. Nothing like a nice sabering to set the tone for the evening. Our evening was spent at Louie Louie on the 31st floor. Absolutely stunning, vaulted ceilings, 1930s vibe, backlit bottles behind a long bar, soothing wood paneling, sexy and chic. Order the oysters, caviar, smoked trout to start, and follow it with a Dover sole, striped bass, ribs, or a nice steak. The service is perfect. There's a 13-layer layer cake for dessert if you have room. Well, just, just find room. The St. Regis is from $425 Canadian in low season. Visit stregistoronto.com. We need to talk today about plastic. One of the major travel industry news organizations I follow is called Skift. And recently, they added plastic as a newsbeat, something they're going to be covering regularly. And I thought, good for you. Skift says the problem of plastics is starting to peak. No doubt. But the last few hotels I've stayed at, nothing but bottled water. It makes you think twice about all the sustainability the hospitality industry talks, but never really walks. So what do you do? And if your hotel doesn't have potable water coming out of the taps, then what? You can just drink beer, but you can't make coffee or brush your teeth with that. Well, Le Germain Hotel Toronto on Mercer Street has filtered water stations on every floor, which I thought was an excellent idea. I don't care if you're an 800-room resort. Hotels have to, have to, have to start filtering and bottling their own drinking water in reusable glass bottles. We, on the other hand, just need to curb our expectations, our habits, everything. Meanwhile, Skift will be looking at a critical eye in their series called Travel Beyond Plastic, and I look forward to reading it and spreading the word. Hey, New York City is going to ban plastic bags soon, so really, anything is possible. And speaking of bags, here's a piece of my mind. We have all done this. You're at the gate in the airport, and they start calling your flight, so you surreptitiously sidle on up to the lineup because you're worried that if you lag behind, oh my God, zone five, I'm such a loser, there will be no room for your carry-on bag, and you'll have to swim up, stream and down on board to find a spot for it. All this bin anxiety is not good for your travel health. However, a few airlines like American and Alaska have started using bigger bins to eliminate the stress. Oh my God. But what about the rest? The fact is, with the addition of basic fare category, all you should bring is just a toothbrush in your pocket. The basic fare and the standard fare. I already hate this. The new basic no-frills fare is in response to the budget carriers, where you can pay less if you don't need the overhead bin space. And if you screw up, and you need more space than your ticket allows, you may have to pay a penalty fee. You cross the line, you might as well check your bag in the first place. Guess what? Not seeing the bin anxiety going away anytime soon, folks. It's just morphing. I guess today's moral is, take the goddamn train, that's what. No, check your stupid bag, scoff at everybody trying to cram theirs into the bins, or 
Just wear the same thing all weekend and bring an extra pair of smalls in a paper bag and stow it under the seat in front of you. Just wear black. Nobody will notice. Is this inspiring? I do hope so. Please visit us at travelright.today. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Sheesh, what a grouch. <laughs>